Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. And I can choose why I won't. Hey! Hey! <laughs> We're back! Hey, folks. We're live! Here we are. Studio. We, we came in late. It's 5.38 because... Wow. Sea <laughs> Dog was late. He got into a fender bender. But Suppose, evidently, supposedly, no photos, no, oh. no blood, no band-aids, no nothing. Yes, I want to see the police report. Uh, it's always something, by I the can way. tell you her name. Uh, Ooh, are you oh. fucking her already? I know, yeah. You sent me enough women's names. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my God. Chuck, it's, it's not if it's not to... his back, it's a bike race. If it's not a bike race, it's a disc. If it's yeah. not a disc, it's a fucking... It, it's a bumper. Who knows what? It's not the first time you hit a lady from the back. Yeah. But yeah, we're working Sh- on it. Shelby was like Cal Ripken. Every day he was out here with the injuries. Yep. Yep. Just a phone call. Oh, I was in a car wreck. Yep. I'm fine. Nothing's wrong with my car, but... He didn't even have a car. He walked everywhere. He left at 8 a.m. He got here at 5 p.m. It all worked out. It, it just slide home on his big lips. I mean, no, you got that right. No, no problem. CSL ever. Cal Ripon. He's a pitcher. I'm more of a catcher. Hey. All right. Well, hey. Good to have you. Glad you're okay. Glad you're fucking that lady you rear-ended. Yeah. And, uh, here we are, but yeah, what I'm saying is it's five-ish, and hopefully the uh, the office queefs and the suits and the businessmen are uh, back home with their wives in Long Island. Yes, I agree. There's, there's one guy with his door open, and we were just discussing. It feels you can't complain about the sound if your door's open. You got that right. You're asking for it. It's like a short skirt. His door's always open. Now, let me ask you this, just to go back for a moment. Who do you think is better at making up stories for why they're late on the fly. Mm, you or Chuck? Because I feel like you're two of the greats all time. <laughs> well, two of the all-time greats. Yeah. I mean, you're actually not great, which I always thought was surprising because you do it a lot, uh-huh. but you're not good. I'm a terrible fucking liar. I'm a terrible liar. I, I, bought, the, I bought the bender. The bender, bender I bender buy. Thing. That's real, right? That's, I just looked it up. Her name is... Hey, her name? Jeez, oh, no. bleep not? that. She's a, a senator of Iowa. She, she doesn't want that she out there. She could sue you for making, putting her name. Teacher? Hmm. Yeah. Well, you she's... just put your name into one of those come up with a name things. Uh-huh. So wait, what, what was... What about my late? The lies are no good? Well, I mean, the first one I remember is, <laughs> is you driving with, with me... With your, your girlfriend oh. at the time, and you're like, there's five of us in the car, yeah. we're taking turns driving, you're like, yeah. I see a big sheet of ice up ahead. <laughs> she bought that. <laughs> Took line and well, I think, clinker. <laughs> I think she might have been a dodo if she bought that. Well. You can't see ice, you're doing 80 miles an hour, why would we switch seats? The whole thing was insane. You gotta remember, if you wanna believe it, you're more likely to believe it. I think she wanted to believe it. I think Hitler said that. The bigger the uh, lie, the more people believe it. Is that right? Yeah. So well, Hitler, uh, he... he, he you know, he had some ideas. Oh, yeah. Well, he got shit done. I'll give him that. But I will say, I think a lie is almost like a comedy joke where if you go hard, it's you, you buy it more. Meaning, right. if you tiptoe around maybe uh, black folk, it's uh, it's going to get you some pushback. But if you go all in mm-hmm. and call them the N-word and say horrible things, they go, all right, he's being silly. Right. Kramer taught me that. Yeah. <laughs> Not sure. I got. I might have to question your police work there, but um, you know, well, I don't know about them with the blacks. But uh, yeah, but no. Yeah, I, mean, I think if you, I mean, obviously, you go big car accident, not too big, right? It's believable. But we bought it. Yes, but you know, it's another good lie trick. Lie and make it embarrassing for you, and they believe it because they go, "Oh, he must be telling the truth. Why would he let us know his dick is is small?" Yeah. Uh, or, or you go just Matt. You go. Oh, I'm a, it's just I can't even get into it. It's crazy. Sure. It's just too much going on. It's not even worth telling you. And people go, "Oh, all right." Right. Kind of like the feminine, like uh, teacher. I have to go to the bathroom. Nobody's going to the bathroom. Well, it's a feminine need, and they go, "Oh, oh, oh." I used that one a few times. But here's where you guys are bad. Mm. 
There's too many. You can only if you get like if you did one a year. Yeah. You're like, okay, I got you. But Chuck, he's like, I have back surgery. <laughs> the next day, he hit a woman. The next right. day, it's a bike race. Right. I didn't see any bikes. Do you believe the bike race? The bike race, I believe. I saw the bikes. <laughs> the rest is made up. The disc. You're, you're, you're hopping around like I a know. like a maniac. I know. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have started being more gymnastic at the same time as I had the back Look the back you're surgery. Sitting. You're like leaning in, yeah. like. Yeah, you're pretty comfortable over there for a back nut. Yeah. yeah right. All right. Well. We're glad you're here. You're queer. You didn't die. I, I hope that uh, fender bender didn't hurt your back. I know. It that could have been bad. It, it, what did you get whiplash? It was absolutely nothing. To me, All right. the person should have been like, no problem, and we should have both taken off. Mm. Yeah, well, it was 44 minutes of nothing, but we're here. We're live. A little late. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> now, all it's right. all pipes. Now, what are you going with next week? What do you think? Oh. Uh, bunions. Uh, what did Trump I'm have? I'm thinking uh, Ukraine, maybe a Russian bombing. Or is going to nuke Staten Island. Something's going to happen. Yeah. Who knows? Get to work on it now. Maybe you guys can come up with something. Together. All right. We'll put our head, dumb heads together, and we'll figure out uh, maybe sickle cell. Who knows? We'll get something cooking. The truth will set you free. But we're here. Chuck's on the ones and twos. As you know, you know them. You love them. Mm-hmm. We're back for another Tuesdays with Stories. Here, here. Whoop, 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 whoop. We are, we're just going strong. I mean, we're in here, in and out every week for what? Ten years almost? Wow. Nine? Coming yeah. up on nine years. Nine years. Wow. We almost are hitting puberty soon. Nine is a good year. Yeah, nine. Nine lives, nine... Nine, uh... Nine o'clock... Nine inches. Nine. Nine and a half weeks. All right. In two I'll more years, that. we can legally fuck an adult. Yes, 11? Yeah, I think so, right? Maybe in Jersey. That's right. I have that right. I believe so. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Tell that to Jared Fogle. That's a great Gillis bit. The bit oh, about they had to go, who had yeah. to go first. Like, right. I really think Rhode Island's like, I don't know, 15? They're like, Jesus. He's like, well, what were you going to say? Yeah. Why am I going to go first? That's a great bit. <laughs> Great bit, very funny comedian. I think he opened his special with that. Oh, is that right? Yeah, because yeah. he did that. He did a cool thing with his Shane Gill's special where he did like a a bit, and then then it started. Hmm. So then he went back to the special. So he oh. showed you a bit, then he did a little intro, a little intro, then he went back to the special. Oh, that's smart. That's fun. It, it was fun. It was a nice little trick. That is a good trick. And it's doing quite well on the YouTube's as is yours. I think have we hit two hundo? At the time of recording this, we're cl- by the time you're hearing this, I would hope at 200,000 because... Well, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, it's still going strong. It's cooking. It's queefing. I want to thank all the Tuesdays who are just right on it. I mean, like we talked about it last week, but I mean, 4,000 people in the chat, Woo! all kinds of donations, and everyone's spreading the word, spreading their butt cheeks. It's a beautiful thing. It feels like a community. It feels like a family. The Tuesdays, they rally. They, you can see them on the chat rooms. They're going, hey, it's tonight, 9.30. Get your uh, peanut butter. Get your toast. We are doing it, Fatty. Yeah, and your dog to lick it up. It's been fantastic. I just feel touched. But then you have the stress come in. Then it starts to slow. Yeah. And then you're like, I got to do this podcast. I got to try to get on that show. I got to get on this show. And we've been talking about, I'm tired of doing all the shows. That's a nightmare. You but... just want to do stand up. I want to write and do stand up and talk to you for an hour a week. But you got to do this. You got to do that. You got to email the reels, the, the queefs. I'm having a hard time because uh, I agree with you. And I'm having a hard time deciding. I feel like I'm writing less material than I used to, and is that because of all the extra shit we have to do, or is that because I'm lazier now, or is that because I'm gay? What what do you think it is? Is it a combination, amalgam? It's a combination. I think, first of all, you become less desperate. Right? Ah, that's something. I was thinking about this the other day. Somebody is, I posted some clip, and some guy's like, dude, you seem desperate. And I'm like, I am desperate. I'm like I'm, I'm, cl- I'm putting everything I have into this job. Yeah, I've tried. this is my livelihood. You, you never cum-guzzler. tried anything. I, no. I'm like I, I spent twenty five thousand dollars on a sign and three hundred bucks on the rest of the production. Right, and <laughs> it's very difficult. I'm, I'm all in on this thing. I yes. got a wife. Eventually, you have to retire. Your popularity is is brief, fleeting. There's young people coming up behind us. Yeah, rear ending. And I always think of Springsteen, my my god, my idol, my hero. He had a show, you know, he used to play these four-hour shows, and that's mm. how he made it, the live and the thing. Is that right? And he's sitting there, and he's just completely exhausted. I mean, you got to watch one of these old shows. You can't sure. believe the energy. And someone's interviewing him, go, how do you play that long, that hard, for that amount of time, with that much energy? And he said, I don't know, I guess it's just desperation. There you go. The hunger, Jerry. I mean, it's real. Like, you can see it. That's why these comedians, their first, second album is always bananas, lights out, killer, lunch, because they need it. I remember riding out to lunch, literally, and being like, 
this isn't hitting. This line has to right. hit. If it doesn't hit, I'll kill myself. And then, of course, nobody bought it and had to go on YouTube, and it was a failure and all that. But I don't work as hard as I did then. And I think you're right. It's the hunger. Well, another thing that becomes hard as you sell tickets is they're there to see you. They're excited to laugh. Mm. So they're like, all right, yes, that, this, that. I mean, I watched Louie have this 20 years ago at the creek or 10 years ago, whatever it was. The creek. At the creek, he's popped in. Mm. And, and he the goes, cave. And the cave. Okay. And he goes, uh, you know, something, I don't know, that doesn't make sense. So I fucked my mother in the ass until she came. The crowd was like, ah. And he's uh, like, no, no, no. That, that's not good. I didn't have, that's not the joke. Right. But they start to laugh and love you every more. The first hour or two, you're building in front of some fans, but mostly strangers. Strangers. That's Fiction. why it becomes hard. Yeah. You got to go find, you got to go to like, you know, Bumble Dick, Montana and see right. how it works there. Well, it play in Peoria. Aha. Uh-huh. Which is where Richard Pryor and Kinnison are from. I didn't know Kinnison was yeah, from Yeah, isn't that wild? The two of the greats are from this one little rinky-dink come guzzling town. No kidding. That's something, like something there. Canton, Massachusetts. Ira Proctor, Mike Favreau, Bill Burr. Those other two aren't quite as good. I don't know but... Favreau. Did he do Iron Man? Uh, no, that was John Favreau. Ah, Mike Favreau. Mike Favreau. Sorry. Thank you. Favreau. He's from Queens. That's right. Is that right? I believe it is. Wow. Give, give that a goog. I, I try to know where everybody's from. Give me a celebrity. He wears. He, he has the Queen's College on in Swingers. So that's is something. that right? Yeah. Well, I think that was a little uh, autobiography. A little ding. A little homage. A little yes. <laughs> Did he ever do stand up though? No, hopefully not. Too many people doing stand up. Kill yourself. Quit. I yeah. Flushing. Bam! There you go. What is he? Flush. Asian. Yeah. Okay. I think that sounds uh, you know French. Yeah. Yeah. I, had a, I put an Asian joke on my uh, Insta today, a clip. I mean, a Korean lady went at it, and she was a fan, and she's cool. We had took a photo after. But all you see is the Asian joke. So I got a couple of, uh, you know, Koreans uh, DMing me. Oh, interesting. Yeah, well, one guy wrote it like, hey, this is a little much. Like, I'm a fan, but geez, you're better than this. And I, I DM'd him, and I was like, hey, I didn't mean to upset you. I was... Clearly, it was like the thing I said before. I was going all in. I was being ridiculous. Right. And he was like, I appreciate that. And he took his comment down. No kidding. So discussion ridiculous. is key. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He said it. So yeah, discussion is key. And uh, it was a beautiful thing. And now we're tighter. By the way, I'm quoting Seinfeld, for God's sake. I know. You throw I me know. under the tits. I, you know, I don't want to be under the tits. I want to be above the tits. The coming r- on them. The rinds are crossed. Uh, whoa, whoa. Easy. Also from Seinfeld. By the way, Chuck looks like he's going to fight me. He's just staring at me. No, moving my his hand hands. is still shaking, but I, the accident wasn't anything. Yeah. Whoa. I hate it. I got the, the adrenaline thing. It's still uh, going. Adrenaline. Wow. Try some straw breathing. Yeah, yeah. You know about the straw breathe? No, it's, it's What's a, that? You got to do some straw breathe. I'm, I'm annoyed. That's all. They I'm hurt turtles. Annoying. Straw breathing, that's when you, you breathe into the nose and then you do a longer exhale out the mouth as though there's a straw, like a small Ooh. circle, which is how I breathe always. And it, it, it will lower your heart rate. In just a few moments. I do that with sleeping. When I can't sleep, I do the... They say I do a double intake. Uh, oh, interesting. That's uh, Andrew Huberman. I don't know Huberman, but uh, you want to be breathing in through your nose. I read a whole book on that one. Sometimes I got a nose clog. Uh, we got we got to kick into gear, because I think this whole episode... This is more of a bonus. I mean, Chuck's giving us hand signals. If you ever give Uh-oh. me hand signals. I already said it. You're the guy. You ever have the guy that like you say something and then some person says it. I'm like, that's what I just said. Sure. Well, they're like, you're like this. We got to crank up the energy. And the guy's like, yeah, the energy's low. And I'm like, I already acknowledge that. I know. Why are you telling me what I already said? I feel the same way with, uh, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I already said I do. You know that you go, hey, the wall's blue, and you go, yeah, it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, we did yes, this. I said that. Now we're repeating. I can't validate you twice. It's too much. You know my wife. Yeah, that's why I said hello. <laughs> Anyways, let's get it up. I got my feet up. You know what it Ooh. is? It's, we got to write more material. We suck. We're, we're horrible now. But anyways, the comedy now, it's all pipes and podcasts and bonuses and Patreons and reels and clips and, and, and my father's gay. It's so much shit that's not stand-up. And here's the clinker. One, they go, when's the next special? Where's the special? What, what's next? And you're like, well, I'm doing all this. And then they go, hey, the podcast was a minute late. 
kill yourself. And you're like, so now I got to have a special and the podcast is a minute late. So you hate me, but you love the pod, but you hate us, but you hate that's late. It's it's too much. I know. I know. It's just it's hard. And I'm, I'm going to shoot myself in the tits at some point. But I'm also sure they love the complaining about it. Yeah, it's all fun. But anyways, we're here. We're queer. It's live. We're at the uh, lunch stuff. What's not even, what do we call this one? Lunch stuff two? Or this might be dinner at this lunch point. Lunch stuff north. Lunch stuff oh, north. Oh, there we go. LSN. Lunch stuff goo. I mean, this is and this is temporary, folks, here because we got a, a lawyer, an accountant, and I can't even think of a third job. But they're all here. Rabbi. Um, so we're here. We're happy. We're excited. <laughs> yeah, it's late in the day. Hopefully, the queefs have gone home and uh, leave us alone. Because uh, we have a noise complaint in the works. There's queefs in here and kooks out there. I'm so nervous with the kooks. I've been avoiding the train. i got to get on the train. I, I, I've been running into the city. It's quite delightful. Well, at least you're getting some uh, exercise there. Oh, I'm fit you, as a drum. You run into the city, then you see a kook, and you run out. I saw a kook the other day, shirtless, dusty. <laughs> a lot of dust on these guys. Shirtless, dusty, with the shorts, just crazy shit stains and everything, you know, horrible stains, standing there against the wall, and somebody would walk by and you'd go, yes. and they would go, Jesus Christ, and then he would just do it again. He, that was his whole day. There's a guy that lives in Key West. That's his thing. Key he West? Bushes. Yeah, he's got two big ferns, like Ace Ventura, ah. and he just jumps out and goes, ah, and then he goes, oh, my God, and he goes back in there. And I think he's going to get killed, because when people jump at me, I, like, kick like a horse. Oh. I, get, I get scared. Do you ever see those videos of, uh, like, a guy will pop out of a garbage can, and, a, and it looks like, an, obviously, a high school, mm. and everybody goes, whoa, and then they do it with the black guy, and the black guy's like, ah! <laughs> Hits him every time. It's a great video. My buddy, uh, my buddy uh, Derek had a years ago. This is like pre-internet. I guess the internet was out, but it was it was gay or whatever. Sure. But they, this is at Kings Point Merchant Marine Academy, and there was this guy Steve Mernicki, who was uh, just a real nut. Classic Nicky. Couple. There's an M and an R in front of it. Mrunicky. Oh. It's like Mr. Nicky. Mr. Nicky. Yeah. yeah. It's Interesting. One of the, it's like Sabaro, where it's just right. like weird consonants in front of each other. How do you say that? Sabaro. Sabaro. That took me eight years to learn. Yeah. Some people say Sabaro. Yeah. That's not right. I don't like those words. Just make it like knife. Just silent or not. Knife. There's no knife. knife. Yes, my dad always said knife though. That was like his bit. Hey, oh, that was a bit. Yeah, he's a funny guy. All right, all right. Yeah, he was silly. I'd re- retool that one. And then uh, I'd always be, I'll retool you. What uh, movie? I'll retool you. Retooling. I'll retool you. Uh, Brian Doyle Murray. At Caddyshack. Christmas vacation. Ah, retool. Pick up that blood. There you go. Boy, Brian Doyle Murray. Fantastic. Funny guy. And funny Bill, family. Bill Murray, he's, what is he, raping people? He pulled a ponytail? He pulled is that a it? ponytail. He's, uh, he's on the lamb. They're coming after him. He moved to Mexico. He's freaking out. Did I tell you I knew it was going to happen? Did I tell you my predictor? Yes, you told me the, the golf, predict. Yes. The thing, the lady. I said this already? You did. You were nicked. Oh, uh, jeez. Uh, anyway, Steve Renicki. Uh-huh. He was a nutcase. He drove my car a few times. You remember when you drank, but you didn't want to drink and drive, so you gave the keys to somebody else who was just as drunk? Story of my life. I was the guy who got the keys. Ah. Uh, I'm the best drunk driver. I can I I got a merit badge in it. Well, I just never wanted to get arrested. I wasn't afraid of dying. I was afraid of getting arrested. Right. So I'd be like, you drive and I'll sit over here. Same. I wanted to die. But anyway, so Mernicki, they're all pipes. They were they in the hallway. They had a camcorder, old school. It's uh-huh. like 02, you know. Or oh one, I don't know, it might have been nine eleven, but they had a kid hide in a box and he'd sit in the box uh-huh. and then it'd jump out and scare all the plebes. Okay. That's the freshmen. Ah. And then all go, oh, and jump out of their shoes and run in their little gay outfits. But this Steve Mernicki, somebody tried it with him, and nobody gave the warning to this other kid that oh Mernicki's a nut. Yeah. So he pops out of the thing, and he just punched, kicked through a crazy combo, beat the shit out of the kid and the box. Like, he looked like Ace Ventura when he comes through the oh, box. Oh, yeah, with the tutu. Bloody nose, black eye, tutu. The box is <laughs> yes. like, there was duct tape. It wasn't even there before. I mean... And the kid, he just got, and he kept walking. It was one of those guys. He was like, Whoa. and then he keeps walking. The kid's like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. 100% Renicki was beaten as a child. Oh, yeah. His that father made him suck his mother's dick or something. Something happened there. That guy knows how to beat up a box. Good for him. Hey, folks. Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by Native. You've heard us talk about our love for Native. Native is not just what's on the inside that counts, but the outside, too. That's why Native is releasing their deodorant in new and improved plastic packaging. Ooh. 
I love Native. I use it. The lady uses it. We all use it. It smells good. You got great taste, flavors, and some are unscented even. For you tough guys out there who don't want to smell like lavender, I get it. When you buy Native's new plastic-free recyclable package deodorant, you're saving 37 grams of plastic. Native is also a proud partner of 1% of the planet for committing 1% of their sales to environmental non-profits. That's pretty good. All of Native's other deodorants are aluminum and paraben-free, kills odor-causing bacteria, gives you 24-hour odor protection to keep you feeling and smelling fresh. Choose from 10 cents, including their classic coconut and vanilla, sensitive formulas that's formulated without baking soda, and even unscented, as I mentioned before. Ready to try plastic-free deodorant? Well, go to nativedeo.com slash Tuesdays with stories, one word. Or use promo code Tuesdays with Stories at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's native, D E O dot com slash Tuesdays with Stories. Or use promo code Tuesdays with Stories at checkout for 20% off your first order. Get on it, kooks. Hey, folks, Tuesdays with Stories is also brought to you by Lucy. You know about Lucy. If you're looking for nicotine gum, lozenges, or pouches to use nicotine to relax, focus, or just unwind after a long day, there's only one stop you should make, and that stop is Lucy. I enjoy Lucy. I love it. You know me. I am just, they got they got their hooks in me, these nicotine products. So I love a good Lucy. I get the gum. I get a nice uh, pomegranate. I chew it up all day. Just three buddies chewing some gum. If you've been looking for an alternative to smoking, why not switch to nicotine product that you can feel good about? If you enjoy using nicotine, you should definitely check out Lucy's products at lucy.co. That's lucy.co and use promo code TUESDAYS at checkout. And if you're a listener from Canada, Lucy is now available at ca.lucy.co. Also, I have to read this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Remember, if you're interested in a better way to use nicotine, use lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code TUESDAYS. Oh, yeah. You got that right. And the other one, I didn't get to see this story, but uh, the other one, there was like some horses in the courtyard. For they had, you know, they have the people come with the guns and the bullshit and the horses march in. What's this? You know, <laughs> the military in England? Yeah, it's like a ceremony. Oh, every the once Civil in a while. War? Oh, I see. I it's see. It's a merchant marine academy. Ah. So every once in a while, the, the senator comes or whatever the sure, fuck. Sure, and you got to shoot him on a horse. You got to come in with some horses. Right. And it's a celebration. Horses are always part of the shit. When yeah, the president I, dies, horses come. Yes, yes. I hate when a horse comes, it hurts. <laughs> But yeah, I know what you mean. It's it is weird, and the horses are like, I don't know what's happening. I know, and then inauguration, you have to have a horse, right. and all, all the stuff. Parades, they have horses. These poor horses are getting dragged into shit they don't even understand. What about sometimes you don't even put your foot in the stirrup and swing it? Sometimes they come up from behind and do like the the leapfrog. You ever see that? No, no leap. You ever seen it <laughs> with well, a horse? The tube video. Yeah, yeah, like a, like a cowboy runs up. He and runs, runs up from behind. Jumps, oh, and he's in a big hurry. And he does yeah. like a leapfrog. That's the and coolest lands. move of all yeah. time. That is the cool. And your ball sack hits right on that that hump on the on the saddle. The saddle hump. The saddle mm-hmm. hump. That yeah. is not. That hump is no joke. No, my wife's got saddle humps, and they're not so hot. But <laughs> well, I hope you're jumping on it. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. But I feel like the horse is sitting there eating curds and whey, and all of a sudden he's like, uh, but No, any- I get it. I wonder if there's a horse out there like, you got to come to the gay pride parade. He's like, I'm putting my hoof down. I'm not going to that. I ain't no gay horse. Well, they could kick and fuck. I mean, I think they rape. They must rape, right? Horses? Yeah. Yeah. I think animals have to rape or they die. Not die. They, the species would die out. Right, but they must also, some of them want to fuck. Some of them do, sure. But I think a lot of them... I remember I used to live in this neighborhood, and I would hear like, Ring! and I'm like, that cat's getting tooled in the retooled in the in the cooter. You know, Mr. Ed, he couldn't get boners. That's that where right? I got the name, Mr. Ed. Hi, folks. Hey. How we doing? We'll see you all in hell. How's everybody doing? All right. So let me just get right to the story, please. Sorry, so, Renick. You know, it's one of these things. They come in with the 21 gun salute and the three horse asshole. Sure. They come in, they do a ceremony, they have to sing. So, one of the horses, of course, being a horse, of course, of course. he takes a huge shit, just a mound of horse uh, shit. That's what they do. Manure. He's, yeah. He's been eating, uh, you know, hay and grass and pussy. Pussy, yeah. So, there's a big pile of shit with pubes in it. And everybody, all the people are marching and they got to go around it. And mm. this Bernicki guy. 
He's in a mood. He doesn't give a shit. So he walks up in, in formation. He's in his dress whites, his shoes. You got to shine them. If you don't see your face, they beat you. Right, right. And he jumps up in the air two feet and just smashes down on the pile of horse shit. It sprays everywhere, all up on his boots, his whole uniform. This guy's got some problems. Goes straight to class. And now he's in class. I'm driving the bus. He's yeah. in you know, uh, civics class. I have no idea what civics is, by the way. No idea. <laughs> he's sitting in civics. He's got shit everywhere. I think it's a Honda. It's a classic. <laughs> okay. Wow, what a psycho. Who he's, is this guy? What's he doing now? I'm scared he's going to come to my house and beat me. He's a nut. I think he was from Maryland. I really oh. bonded with him because he was a real nut, but he was really sweet. He'd really listen sure. and uh, he'd drive my car around. I think he was sober at the time. I don't know if he still is. He sounds like a like a kook, if you ask me, but he does, does sound fun. I mean, this guy's living on the edge. Who steps in poop purposely? Well, I think you're tired of the school because you're working for the man and everything. Mm. Well, why'd he join up? Well, you have to have opportunities. You want to be a sailor. Because these guys, once they've graduated, they sail. They make like 90000 bucks a month. And, they see uh, the world. They see the world. They and then you can laid. become in charge. And all right. of a sudden, you're like you're driving the bus. Yeah, you know what's interesting is uh, I'll go to some small town. I just did Calusa, California. I did a mm-hmm. casino gig out there, not bragging. And you see these people, and they're farmers. They're wearing overalls. And you're like, you're the guys who go to war. This is the guy. We're all Twinkie City queefs, you know. Oh, my coffee's too, too cold or whatever. The the train is late. That guy's jerking off. But these guys, they deal with shotguns. They have boots on. They have overalls, facial hair. These are men, Jerry. They're men. They really manned it up. But um, it was fun. I mean, I always went. I'd like to be a sailor if I could live another mm. life. Do you have this as you get older? Now a midlife crisis. I'm old. I'm gay. Now I think like. That sucks. You only get one life because I'm like mm-hmm. I would have liked to have, um, you know, pursued a career in baseball. You know, as, sure. as, a, as a play-by-play. Deep to left, it's out of here. Well, here oh, the good tits. the good news is the life is long, and you mm. see these guys they get into shit real late in life. You know, these uh, these uh, Larry Davids or whatever. Like I'm gonna sell cars, right? You know, he's 75. I mean, it's a show premise, but I think you can do that. Yeah, I guess. I mean, sailing is tough. I guess I could go you to could sail. I could go to Maine. I mean, physically I could do it, but it's hard to get in. Although right, right now they have a big job shortage, so maybe I could. Ah, well, you don't want to join the Navy though. Now you're on the poop deck on the high seas at the USSR or whatever. Yes. So you don't want to do that. But sailing, you, you can pick up a boat. You, you wax it. You sand it. You got a sail out there. You're a nautical. The starboard bow. You're yeah. in starboard. Yeah, it's starboard's to the right. Ports to the left. I wonder, because the this, the Navy's known as being gay. That's like a big yeah. That's the old thing stereotype. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and I think it's because a you're on the high seas with dudes all day. Sure, that's the main thing. You're young, you're horny, and you're away from everybody. No one can see you scream. Right, the sail away. It's similar to flight attendants. Huh? Flight Are attendants. They gay? You never heard that? No. Oh, that's like the, the oldest premise in the book. What the do you flight mean? Flight attendants are very gay. You never notice every male flight attendant's gay. Oh, I've seen the gays, but what, are the, what does that have to do with the high seas and the skies? Oh, so you, you know about the stereotype that flight attendants are gay. Sure, ah. I've seen them. Well, it's similar in that they're flying around. They don't want to be home. Cockpit. They're like, okay, I'm off to this place. I'm off to that ah, place. Because they're, they're running. They're, they're running gay. from their dad. This is in the old days. Now it's, people are quite accepting of the gays. But they're still gay on those, those jet blues and virgins. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, there. I see every every dude on there is a homosexual. Oh boy. Well, <laughs> I'm not saying everyone, but uh, I'd say 90 percent of the male flight attendants are homosexuals. Right. That's what I thought you never heard of. No, I heard of that. But the sailing, I've seen it. the sailing and the flying is similar. One's sailing away, one's flying away. But I don't think people are boning on the flights. I think they're boning on the boats. Nah, I don't think they're boning on the boats. Maybe oh, in the 40s. Oh, I think so. I mean, they got musicals on those things. They got I, a mop, a deck, a dick. I think the majority of Navy guys are not actually gay. Like the 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 flight attendant, that's a stereotype because it's true. Yeah. The Navy is an old stereotype. It's a husband's tale. Because the white, they wear white, it's tight, they have bell bottoms. Right, right. And then there was all the musicals, Anchors Away. Yes. Anchors are gay. Exactly. And I think, I think. they drink a little bit, but I think you get in your bunker, you're sleeping with a, uh, you're bunking with a young chap from Iowa, whereas the flight attendant, they're, it's a four-hour flight, they go home and they get laid. I think they go in the hotel, but I'm telling you, these, uh, these sailors, by the way, not the most... Um, 
accepting group, I don't think. Oh, really? I think these sailors, they're out at, at sea going, ah, how about these fucking, you know what? Uh-huh. This is not a politically correct situation out no, there in the high seas. No, no. When you're on they're the... Pirates. Yeah, they're pirates. When you're on the Black Sea, that's the only black thing about it. You know, they're not really dealing in the... Uh, I think you have no rules. You're on the water. Right. You're in an uncharted... Uncharted waters. You can say anything. I mean, call in if you're a gay sailor, but uh, it's a great line in Jaws, by the way. I'm not talking about pleasure cruising a gay sailing. Yes, we're going to need a bigger dick. So I think I think sailors were gay. I also think that was considered a gay fo- at some point, but it's so manly. But gays know, are quite manly. Gays are manly. They're hairy, forearmed. They're taking it up the poop. Uh, I took theater as a kid because I liked theater, but I was the straight guy. I right. cleaned up. But how many gay kids did you have in high school? Well, nobody was out when I was, uh, you know. Right, when we were banging, nobody was gay. Nobody, yeah, except us. Mm -hmm. But we had a guy, Patrick, who was super gay, only had girlfriends. He was very dainty. He was very, hello, he was fabulous, you know. And everybody knew, but we were cool. Nobody hated him. Sure. If it was really gay, you didn't call him gay. If it was you, I'd call you gay. Right. That's kind of how it went back then. I'm hearing, I'm hearing movement out heard there. Heard a door slam. Uh, Easy. Oh God, That's kind of how you bad. can tell. Like, I'll call you fatty. Sure. But I won't call Ralphie Mae fatty. I mean, yeah. he's dead. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I won't call him at all. No. <laughs> he won't answer. But yeah, that's my point. Is uh, You can kind of tell what's what by what you won't say. Right. That's kind of like retarded. You'd never call someone with Down syndrome retarded. No, but, but I call you call, retarded. Yeah. You'd be yes. Like, uh, that's a little retarded. Mm-hmm. Kid. I have a bit about that. Um, <laughs> is retarded back? Oh, can we say retarded? No, retarded is out big time. You retarded sure? Bad. I'm, I'm sure. I think it's coming back like uh, baggy jeans. I don't think so. No, because yeah. I mean I do a joke about the word retarded, and uh, people people call people get upset. I had a guy, a fan. Email oh really? Oh, Jason Katz, the director, is calling me. Ah, That's he's scary. walking his dog. That's scary to me. He's a sailor. I know. I get so anxious because everybody's like, "You have to do this now. How come you haven't done this?" Well, I you feel got time. so. Stupid with the industry. People are like, have you gotten the Johnson rod? I'm like, I don't know about the Johnson. Have you done the Shubaboo? Don't have you worry. This the industry's Shubaboo? out. You're doing it. You're making waves. You're making moves. But he's not industry. He's like alternative. He's the director. He's like, yeah. They took over my YouTube. Thank Christ on Christmas. Yes, yes. I would have. I would have 11 views at this point. It's a lot of work. It's a whole thing that we don't understand. We write jokes. Now we, it's like the Mitch Hedberg joke. Can you farm? That's exactly it. I, I can't farm. I'm so stressed out. No farming. Don't know how to farm. Farm it out. I say. Big Pharma. Is there any? I usually go on airplane mode. Is there anything more stressful than recording a podcast and you have someone texting and calling? You can see it going. Of course, of course. Now, this is why Elon Musk to me is so fascinating and why I think a lot of people hate him and love him and all that. Look what, can you imagine what he must be dealing with? You put out a special, you're like, oh, I got to tweet this. I got to do eight podcasts. I got to blow this guy. I got to go on a flight attendant and suck him off on the, the air. But. Elon Musk is buying Twitter. He gets a ass load of hate all day long. He doesn't think about it. He's building spaceships. He's going to Mars. He's got a a truck, cyber truck. He's got PayPal. He's African-American. It's a lot. Yeah, I think. Well, I think he has assistants. It's just built differently. Mentally, he's built differently. I- I'm just like I'm. I'm ha- able to handle three things at a time. And you're just like, when am I gonna write? I want to write jokes. I want to tell jokes. I want to hang out with my niece, my nephew, uh, my buddies, and Sarah. The whole thing. And it's just, uh, it's very stressful. But nobody wants to hear this. There are roofers out there. There are plumbers. Right. They work in HVAC. I'm sorry. I'm gay. I hate myself. I did a gig in Fort Wayne, and I had a guy like, man, we listen to you on the truck, on the, the forklift. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, that is the real deal job. Blue collar. This guy is a, an American guy with a job. And, and everybody else sits around like, man, you know, JetBlue Mint ain't what it used to be or whatever. And uh, it, it hit home, Jerry. Well, it's very hard for everybody. Everybody's fighting a battle. When you bump into people, you should think, boy, they've had... I mean, Chuck was in a car accident today, for God's sake. Allegedly. Sakes. Yeah, a, a very small, petite car accident. Uh, well, um, he's doing a good job of faking the handshake. <laughs> But let me tell you a little bit about because this happened nine months ago. We never got to it because everything's been so crazy. Pregnant? But I was up in Boston ah. for Patriots Day. As you know, oh, I love the Patriots Day. PD. Chuck, do you ever go to the marathon? You're a New Englander. My my uh, my brother's wife was running in it for the, when the bombing happened. Oh, she was wow. like there. My whole family was like 
they they knocked out all the cell phones. They couldn't communicate with each other. Wow, I it was, was crazy. there too. Survivor. I wasn't there I that day. I didn't show. I didn't and it was crazy because I knew my family was there, and I was at a Best Buy, and I saw on the TV the Boston bombing happened, and I couldn't talk to any of them. Wow, Ooh. it's amazing how quick you come up with a lie. I just I can't even believe it. <laughs> I know. I mean that is wild. <laughs> Um, no, that's crazy. I'm glad they were okay. They're okay. Yeah, they were all fine. She she finished like before it happened. Uh, oh, that's good. Thank God. I feel for I mean, obviously, no. this is one of those things you say this. I feel for the people that didn't get to finish. People go, that's who you feel for? And I'm like, yeah. well, I, I first and foremost, the people that died and got hurt, obviously. I thought that goes without saying. I know. I hate the, the fact that you can't be feel for two things. I know. And also, it, liter it literally goes without saying. I like, people think you're like, I feel bad for the people that have, have, have flew in from wherever and had trained for this big day, and they got to run 23 miles, and they had to stop. And they're like, that's who you feel bad for? I'm like... You don't. You think I don't feel bad for the people I that died? Know, I don't I feel know. bad for their families. That's yeah. what you think. That's what I you're know. getting from my statement. We could do that all day. Oh, these poor people in Ukraine—they're getting heads blown off. You don't care about Africa? Well, can I care about both? I, I just know. said one thing. What about the Asians? What about the kids making cell phones? You don't feel for them? I don't know. Fuck you. And I didn't read about that just now. I just read about Ukraine. I so know. That's what I'm feeling bad for. I only have so much bandwidth to feel bad for people. Anyways. Went up there, and now the Patriots Day, you know how much it means to me. I talk about it every year. It's the best day. I just can't describe it. It feel, And I'm sure you have this with Mardi Gras or yes, the other thing, cooking, sure. whatever it is. You just go down there. <laughs> cooking. I love cooking. <laughs> you go down there. You go up there, and it just feels like a community. You feel proud to be from there. Everything feels small. New England is big, but it's small. Yes. But it feels small, even though it's quite big. Uh-huh. There's a lot of that. people, but it feels like a small town, particularly on Patriot Day, because it feels like the hearts and mind of everybody is in the same place at the same time. That is a beautiful thing, especially now with all the disconnected, with the tubes and the phones and the internets. Yeah, I, I hate an inner tube. The bleeps, the sweeps, and the creeps. So yeah, I, when you can feel connected, I think that's all we really want, too. Of course, you want to feel connection. I'm I'm reading uh this thing this book it's called uh steal your focus give that a good oh yeah I know Yo that book Johan yeah. something or yes. other yeah he's British gay cat. by the way yeah he's a big gay great guy fun guy smart guy and this guy is changing my life it's all about just what is it stolen focus stolen focus stolen thank focus. you stolen valor and uh, I like to steal but this guy is he's got it all down he's got numbers he's got stats he broke it down he makes it accessible and cute little cookie bite information it's good stuff man well we got to connect we ought to connect so I go up to connect love to connect comedy connection where I started sure love connection so I go up to Patriot Day and it's Laugh Boston I'm doing la my, my agent is so good I have the best agent ever wow you don't hear that every day he booked 10 months in advance he books Laugh Boston on Patriot's Day weekend on purpose or was on it purpose a oh, that's he knows he's like alright I got you boss I routed for Patriot's Day this way you're off Sunday I know you take your nephew to the game he knows everything that's lunch just a fan he's a Tuesday by the way whoa an Asian Tuesday what Asian Agent. Agent. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Stop agent hate. Uh, so I got the Laugh Boston. I go up there, and now the shows are all selling out in advance. Oh, isn't that the best feeling? It's a nice thing. Hometown. You're going up there. That's lunch. And it's so thrilling. So Sarah and I go up there, and we stay downtown. It's just beautiful weather, 65 degrees. So we're everyone, and all the runners are in the hotel. I've mm. never stayed in a hotel Patriots Day weekend, normally at my parents' house. So all the runners, you can tell everyone's a runner. They all got their gear and their stuff. And, and then all the handicapped runner people are there, whatever ah, it's called now. Disabled. The wheelchair uh, people. Nubs, hoppers. I don't know what they're called. Whatever it is, the wheel people, the, the, they're like uh, the wheelers. It's like Return to Oz. Remember that? Oh, movie? yeah. Those guys were freaky. That was really scary. Scary shit, fatty. What, what, are the, what, are the, what do you call those? The, the, the handicapper? Handicapable. Now it's called, uh, I think it's called hand racing or... Uh, Jumpers or... Uh, I don't know. What do they call it? Uh, I, think it's, I think it's literally called wheelchair still. I think it's cripple. But the, word, the appropriate word? Yeah. No, that's called... Um, Handicapable. No. Disabled? Disabled, Able. I think. There I think we it's go. Disabled, but it's wheel, wheeled people. Yeah, wheel Anyways, people. Anyways, I'm seeing the wheel people. It's very exciting. <laughs> wheel time with Bill Maher. Wheel of fortune. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyways, they're there. Here, here, there, there. Sure, sure. I can't. I got my focus is stolen. Uh -huh. I'm all. It's a good book. Whacked out. Check on it out. Pipes. Gay um, writer. 
So we're having this great weekend. The first day, Friday morning, we go. I'm like, let's go for a run. Sarah and I, you know, we're big runners. We're queefs. We run everywhere. So we go for a run. We go down to the Esplanade uh, on the Charles River. We run over the Longfellow Bridge, across Cambridge, back over the Harvard Bridge. It's just spectacular. Running on the Charles, the, the, uh, the, what do you call it? Rose Blossoms? What Ah. was it called? I don't know. Cherry blossoms. Cherry. The cherry blossoms. They smell like cum. Pop it. I love cum. My dad loves cum, so I'm running along the Charles. We're made from cum. We have a great run, a cum run. Then we walk down Boylston. I'm like, let me go show you the uh, the finish line. Come on, Eileen. So we walk down to the finish line, Copley Square, it's, and it's festive. The race is yes. for another two days, but it's just festive. Love festive. So everyone thinks we're runners because I go to the New Balance store. I bought some new sneakers. I bought these kicks. Ooh-wee. And I bought some running shirt, all this gear. Everyone's like, good luck. Good luck, Monday. And I, I don't even correct him. I go, you got it. I'm, I can't wait. Yeah, My soak it in. I hope it holds up. Yeah, take it. You got a weak hammy. Let him think it. Tuesdays for Stories is brought to you by Fanimal. Fanimal! I love a good live event, but I hate buying those darn tickets. The hidden fees, they suck, and the coordinating with friends, it's all a nightmare. I always end up fronting a bunch of money and chasing down pals to get reimbursed. And if they flake, I'm stuck with the whole gosh darn bill. But then I discovered Fanimal! Fanimal has tickets to everything, and there are no fees. The price you see is the price you pay. I love stuff like this. Get in there. Screw the man. Enough with the anal raping. Let's get some straight-on stuff here. Fanimal has tickets to everything. Not only are the prices transparent, but they're almost always lower than everywhere else. And for any hot ticket like the Governor's Ball or Lollapalooza, Fanimal is always the cheapest option. Nobody goes to live events alone, so why buy tickets alone? Fanimal's group purchase makes it easy. First, you set a minimum size for your group and choose the number of tickets you want to pay for yourself. Then you invite friends. When the minimum size is met, everyone gets charged and receives their ticket. Uh, If the minimum size isn't reached in time, nobody gets charged. Wow. You don't commit until your friends do. This is killer. Oh, yeah, and Fanimal has amazing customer service. Don't take my word for it. Check out their hundreds of five-star reviews. The next time you need tickets, go to Fanimal.com and sign up with Tuesdays for $20 of credit toward your first purchase. Check out Fanimal and experience more. Get on it, Fanimal. Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by, you know what I'm about to say, Sheath Underwear. Oh, come on. Just like your parents, some things are just better when they're separate. And now the folks over at Sheath are finally separating your dick from your mouth. Balls. Whoops. Dick from your balls. Just kidding, Robert. We love you, Robbie. Bobby Patton. Hey, hey, Pat. American War veteran buddy of ours. We love this son of an onion. He made underwear. I'm wearing them right now. I can tell you that. I know which ones I got on because I've been wearing them for three days. Butt rash. I love these undies. They are the best. They keep your dick and balls separate. They're like silky smooth, but also tight in all the good ways. Yes. They're just the perfect underwear. They're my number one underwear. You know we love them. They love us. We love them. You've got to get sheath underwear. You're not doing underwear right if you're not wearing sheath. U.S. Army soldier in Tuesday, Robert Patton, knew there had to be a better way to keep his dick from sticking to his leg, and sheath was born. Comfy and cool. Sheath comes in many different patterns patents you can have a pair ready for any occasion and they didn't leave out the ladies either my wife was wearing a pair last night oh yeah the comfort you guys know for your ball sheath is applied to boobs with their sports bras go to sheathunderwear.com and order with promo code twosgays yes get 20 percent off your first order and sheath's 100 percent money back guarantee Woo. That's sheathunderwear.com, promo code twosgays. Hell yeah. Get sheath underwear and let them support your balls. Sick. So we go down past the finish line. I'm telling all the stories. This is where the bombs went off. I remember being here when I was 11. This, I came here when I was 15. Then we go on Newberry Street. It's almost Sarah's birthday, so we walk up and down Newberry Street. I said, get whatever you want. I'm buying. There we go. So we bought a few records. I bought something for my mother. It's her birthday, too. Just a great day out in the city. It's nice to feel like a tourist in your own town. I know. It is lovely. And I love that somebody puts up signs. They put up decorations. They're all out there. I love that it's somebody got that going. It's a beautiful day. Beautiful city. We go back. I got Bulger texting me. Mike Whitman's coming out. Bulger's hanging. The old gang. 
I love it. And then Uncle Dale comes to the show. My parents come to the show. They don't say much. My sister comes. The whole family's there. Everybody's coming. Just a great time. Great hang. We're in the back. It's me, Bulger, Mike Whitman, Jim Whitman. We're telling all the old stories. Remember that time Tom Dustin took no. a piss on the Oh, my God. What about when E.J. Murphy said this? Oh, that was wild. Kevin uh. Knox. Can't forget Kevin Knox. <laughs> great time. <laughs> sure. Great, great hang. Then Sunday, I take my nephew to the baseball game. That's a good time. My friend Canner and Bart, they come up to the game. We sing Sweet Caroline, the whole thing. Ah, Beantown. Then it's Monday morning. You set the alarm for 8 a.m. The game starts at 11 a.m., the only pre-noon professional sports event, which is exciting. Now, where's the wife and all this? Is she excited? Is she like, uh, 8 a.m., Let me. I want to sleep. I don't care about baseball. Well, this is the first year she ever came. And so wow. I know I've been figuring her better. as hard as I could. <laughs> yeah, hit the clit. <laughs> eighth grade. but Sure. So she never comes, and I say, you, you have to come because it means so much to me. Don't you see? This is the biggest day of my life. Sure. I love this day, the family, the friends, the game, the festivities. So I say, please. And? And she comes. All right. But Sunday's her birthday, ah. and I had already committed to take my nephew to the game. Ooh. So I'm a bad husband because I'm like, I got to take my nephew to the game. It's his Christmas gift. He's never been. I'm gay. How's he never been to a game? What is this kid, uh, disabled? Well, he's 13. He's getting People, Boston is so expensive. The rest uh. of the country, you go to like a Kansas City Royals game. For 50 bucks, you can pitch. Right, right, exactly. Fenway, for a bleacher seat, it's like one hundred and twenty-five dollars. It's a goddamn what? nightmare. I'm not kidding. Ah, these inflations. Thanks, Putin. Sixty bucks to park. It's horrendous. Wow, this is bad news. So it's her birthday. Whatever, we take her there. We we, we make do. Bulger comes down. We go to my my parents' house after we have a big bonfire. Bulger comes down. We're playing cornhole. The whole thing. Love cornhole. Then the next day, it's Monday morning, and and this is where Sarah starts to hit the skids because I'm. It's like eight. 15, I'm like, come on, Uh-oh. time for a second straight day of oh. baseball in the cold. Bundle up. You got to get up. At, and she sleeps till 11. She's yeah. a sleeper. Oh, boy. Who, whose birthday is this? I'm a, well, my birthday was a, about 10 days earlier. All right. All right. This was, is turning make-a-wish territory here. We got two baseball games. We got ice cream. I'm sure a cookie. You, you pushed your wife off a, cl- a cliff here. I spent $17,000. It was ridiculous. Wow. It was just insane. I bought everybody a ticket. Uncle Dale came. His wife came. My niece came. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Cantor, Bart. My father. So it was a group of nine of us. Woo-wee. So you get up at 8.15. My mother starts cooking. You know, we're, oh, we're, we're kicking nice. her in the asshole. She's making eggs and omelets and the thing. That way, Deb. And then you put on the news, you know, ABC or, or whatever you call it, local, local uh, news. I love the local. Uh, Channel 7, WHDH. And they're doing all the same story. We make all the same comment. Do you have holidays like this? Oh, Events? Yeah. You have to do it. The weather, the news, you hit the same couple of jigs. You go, wow, these guys run seven minutes. If I ran, my ankle would be broke. I'd be in a wheelchair the next day. I'll tell you that. Don't get me started on shitting myself. I shit myself on Tuesday, let alone on a marathon. So, But it's fun. It's it's kitschy, and we haven't had it for years because of stupid fucking COVID. Mm -hmm. So it all feels good again. I pile everyone in my car. My sister goes in that car. I'm like, you follow me. We drive into the city. You park. I bunched into a Tuesday, by the way. He's like, hey, it's Joe Liss. I said, hey, how you doing? The fans are out. So shout out. We go out to the bleachers. We're like classic bleacher creatures. I'm heckling. I'm yelling. Beautiful day for baseball. We all get sunburned. Yes. Then. Choose. Yes. So we watch the game. Great ball game, and uh, they ended up losing, but it, it was fun because it emptied out. We all had a good time. You okay. sing Sweet Caroline, everyone's arm in arm, take me out to the ball game, all the shit, all the jizz. Packed out? Packed out. I mean, it was wild. Perfect day. So then I go, this is where it gets really fun, everybody. Let's go down to Kenmore Square and bring home the runners. Here, here. And this is where you become part of something. It becomes this beautiful community because all the people, all the winners are long gone. They mm. take two hours. They finished in the third inning. Sure. You go down to Kenmore Square and everyone's cheering. And here come the people that take four, five hours to uh-huh. run. These are the losers. Ew. They're coming in 858th place, 859. Together. We need a bombing for them. Get rid of them. So they're way back and they all put 
a name tag. Stevie. Ooh, Bill. Big mistake. No, it's good. But now you can you can heckle. No, I don't Specifically. heckle. Specifically. Hey, Stevie, get your acting out of your fatty. Well, we're different. We're cut from different cloths, I'll tell you that. What are you, disabled? I go crazy. I'm crying. Tears streaming. I'm like, come uh, on, Craig. And then it's like Mass State Police. I'm like, come on, Trooper. Go, Trooper. Come on, BFD. Boston fired up. Let's go. And they're all screaming. Then I got a friend from high school, Lindsay Wolf, I think is her married name, whatever. Lindsay Wolf. Lindsay. So she's running, and you can track. You get the oh, tracker. Oh, the wolf pack and track. Like, she's wearing this. This is what she's wearing. And then you got, she's coming up. She's she a mile she's away. Wearing? A half a mile away. Oh, wow. Well, she knew, we knew what she was wearing because of her sister. I see. But her sister wasn't running. She was telling us what she was wearing. So we're keeping an eye on. Is that her? Is that her? I don't know. But everyone that comes by, you're like, go, Betty. Go, Susan. And I'm bawling. I can't stop crying. Oh, you my care about God. The people. Wow. This is heavy. It's a community. And then you're like, that's Lindsay. And we're going, that's Lindsay. Yeah. And she's waving. And some people run through there doing this, you know? Uh, and so you're like, give it to them. That's nice. And Positive. I'm hitting the people next to them. I'm like, come on, I'm not hearing from you. Yeah, a little energy, you? little energy. And some people, it says like, Dave running for Stu, because his kid died in a fire or whatever. So you're like, do it for Stu. And yes, Stu. Like, you can see him get teared up. I'm like, Stu, baby. Yes. And we're a mile away. I'm like, Stupid. one mile ago. I was yeah. like, way to go. And my dad's yelling and my sister's yelling. Cantor's drunk. Yes. It was so thrilling. <laughs> I love it. You got to come. Woo! You should come next year. I'm down. I might run. Oh, my God. Of course, it makes you want to run. I ran like five miles the next day, four the next day, three the day after that. And sure. I haven't run since. But what uh, a day. Wow. I got chills, Jerry. That was really something, Fatty. Well, then, after an hour of cheering, I go, it's this weird thing. You've reached an age where, like, I feel like I'm, like, the leader now. Uh-huh. But my dad's old. His oh, legs yeah. hurt. I'm like, I go, all right, folks. And I drove. I paid. Right, right. Well, he doesn't have any bandwidth. This guy never talks. He can't be a leader with no chat. Yeah, he threw a few let's goes. It was ah, fun. Yeah, a couple, couple pops. That's not enough for uh, leadership. So I go, all right, guys, back to the house. Cornhole, big fire, beers, hot dogs. Yeah, did you relapse? No relapse. All so right. We, we pack everybody back in the car. We drive back to Whitman. We start up the big fire. We're shoving all the logs and the assholes in there. Bulger comes back down. It's Woo! me, Bart, Bulger. Uh, you know, my sister, Uncle Dale, Funkle Dale, the whole gang. Love it. It was something else. And then you sit around the fire, and it just makes you feel a part of something. I love it. It is just a great, great tradition. God Bless New England. Go Sox. And God bless you for not going, you know what? I'm at this marathon. I need content. Woo! Oh, we filmed the baseball game. Hey, Cousin Jeff. Hey, Uncle Dale. Hey, Sarah, who's divorcing me. We got to have a post. We got to have a, a, a tweet and a reel. By now, but this is why I suck at comedy. I'm like, I'm out, I'm out of career. I can't no, sell a ticket outside no. of Boston. By the way, I, I went to Boston. I sold out every show. I made about $48,000. Then I go to Buffalo. They're like, here's your 300 bucks, you piece of shit. Get out of here. Next time, do a reel at the marathon, you that's, fucking loser. That's the breaks, folks. The ups, the downs. Holy shit, what a tale. Oh, it was great. Man, that's what makes life worth living. Oh, hey, take a licking and keep on bricking, whatever the fuck it means. It's crazy that, uh, you know, you got to cherish, because I, I listen to all these quotes when I'm home. I put on YouTube, and it'll be like, Ben Franklin quotes, and it just has a fucking black and white screen with a fat Ben Franklin, and he just says... To each his anal. And there's like <laughs> shitty music behind it, you know, and he's like, time is money. You know, and I love that. I don't know why I love quotes, because you know what's cool about quotes is a lot of them apply today. Of course. And they're from 1801 or whatever. Well, the ones that don't apply today, you don't hear. I'm sure there's plenty of quotes being like, ah. a horse up the ass is worth a feather in the nose. I think that applies. That applies. <laughs> I've had a horse up my ass. <laughs> it, it, it's all pipes. So... But yeah, I love quotes. Even like Alexander the Great, Alexander the Mediocre, all these guys, they all have good quotes. They all bone apart. They all still hold up. Graham Bell. Yes, Alexander. Graham Bell. He, he's never called me. But Remember that old joke? He says, uh, I'm working on an invention. <laughs> Do you ever hear this joke? No. I'm working on an invention. Go in the other room. Uh, I'll call you. And the guy goes, uh, go in the other room and call me. And the guy says, what's the number? And he goes, one. Ah, that's, that's fun. An old that's gag. fun. I like it. It is funny to be I, like, "Call me." <laughs> like, what do you mean, call you? I saw it a mile away, and I <laughs> couldn't wait for it. I was excited. Good for uh, Graham Bell. Good fun. Someone came up with that. Graham Cracker. Uh, yeah. All right. Graham. Uh, who's Instagram. The who's the Monty Python one? John Graham. Graham Lizzie Parker. Graham. No. Graham Chapman. Graham Chapman. There you go. Ah, He's good dead. name. 
He died? Oh, man. Everybody's dying. They're Saget, all dead except Louis for uh, Cleese. Cleese is the only live one, I think. Gottfried, Chad. Oh, Eric, uh, is Eric Isle alive? He's alive. Yeah, I was going to say, what about Gilliam? No. Gilliam died. I he think. died? No. Pretty sure. Gilliam's cooking. Let me see. I think Gilliam's dead. Oh, we should bet on it. I don't want to bet. I bet I you uh, uh, a chocolate scone. He's not dead? Um, Gilliam's uh, he's running around. He's dead. It doesn't say dead. It says he was born in 1940 and he's 81 years old. That's alive. No kidding. Gilliam's going. How about that? He betrayed. He betrayed. He uh, he flew the coop. He's a British guy now. He doesn't live here anymore. But he was British. No, he's American. He's, no, he's American. American. He managed to uh, penetrate Monty Python. Whoa! He's the American in the group. Born in Minnesota. Wow! There you go. I saw him on a TV thing. He had a British accent. I think he adapted after he's lived there since 1975 or something. Uh, that's cuckoo. I don't like a fake accent. Who is he, Johnny Depp? <laughs> well, I'm thrilled to know he's alive. How about that? I thought he's back to life in my head. We got three. We got three pythons. An idol's alive. Eric he's got to be alive. I saw him on James Corden a week ago doing karaoke. I think he's alive. So maybe it's just Graham. Ch Graham Chapman died early. He Graham had, Chapman had cancer. He had Ugh. cancer. Yeah. He Graham, had cancer. Sounds made Eric up. Idle's alive. And then uh, Cleese. And then who's the other asshole there? Yeah, I know. The ugly Graham one. Graham Chapman. He played King Arthur. Then there's Cleese. Mm -hmm. huh. Gilliam did all the directing animation shit. Then there's Eric Idle. And then who's the fucking other asshole? Uh, don't tell me. I don't know. I don't there's know. There's one more asshole. Rex Cleveland. Let me think. Hold on. Give me a second. I'm going to pull it. Ron Perlman. People are yelling at the screen. Uh, they're and they're yelling, who the fuck is Monty Python? It's tough. These names are kind of tough to stand out. Hold on. The Rhea British Perlman. names. Hold on. <laughs> no, I know it. Sid Caesar. Tommy Two-Tone. Uh, mm, uh, Tommy. Tommy. Yes, Tim. 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 Tom, Dave, Tim, Tim Dillon, <laughs> to it's a T, you got a T. T. Ted, Terry Jones, Terry Jones, Jones. Terry Jones. Oh and uh, there's another, another Python. Snakes on a plane. Terry Gilliam, Terry Jones, Graham Chapman. There's two Terrys. John Cleese, Eric Idle. There's another one. One more. Is he like the the Ringo? Who is this guy? No, no. You'll you'll be like ah when you hear it. Oh, oh yeah, he's big. He's big. He's like uh, big. Pete Best. He's uh, big. Hold on. Stu Sutcliffe. Uh, Terry Jones. Terry Jones is the Ringo. That was quite a pull. I yes. see. That That's was good. a big pull. That was good. Ron. Bill, no. Rick. Ronnie Spector. Roger. Bill. Mike. Mike. Matt. It's, Murray. It's Mike. Michael. Jones. Oh, Michael Chap Chapin, Chapin, Michael Chapin, Capper. <laughs> That's close. Michael Mike Chaplin, Michael Chapin, Chaplin. Hold on, don't Michael say it. Michael Charter, no, Michael no, Char no. Chesterfield. No, I read some of his book. It's um, it's a C. It's Chaplin. <laughs> It's not a C. Chap. No, no, it's not Mike a C. Mike Seaver. Isn't there a C? That's growing pains. No, you had it. Michael Palin. Palin. He's got it. Palin. 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 Mike Palin. Woo, Michael Palin. That's why Chapin was pretty good. Michael Chapin was Palin. close. I knew, All the, right. I knew the end. Nailing Palin. You knew the long A. You knew the end. Michael Palin. I read some of his book, and then I didn't All care right. anymore. Well, that was for about four people. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we're coming to London soon, folks, so you're welcome. I'll be in London next week, May 19th, in Soho. Not the Soho Theater. It wasn't available. And we only have one day of overlap. I know. What day? <laughs> I think that whatever day you get in, I'll be there. I leave oh, the day after. Oh, that's a shame. What a, what a crime that is. I know. I was all excited. And now I'm like, I don't know who I'm going to hang out with. I don't, and, and text me if there's a big British podcast. And I'm talking big. Over 5,000 listeners. Speaking of Graham, you got Graham Norton out there. Maybe you can pop on his gay show. Love Graham Norton. He's good. Is he? I don't know. I just I, My sister and uh, her sister love her. They I love like, British because their mother's British. Ah, uh, my mother's gay. I like uh, Graham... <laughs> Graham Bell. No, what is it? Uh, Jim Norton. He's good. Jim Norton, very good. All right. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's oh Russell Peters? Peters. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. Russell Brand. No, no. There's another Russell. British Russell. British. He's big. Russell. Maybe Russell's the last name. Russell. He's cute, cute uh, blonde young. guy. I saw him at Gotham recently. Bertrand Russell? Is that no, something? no. That's a writer. Russell. Oh, Clay Bertrand. Wait. Maybe it's not Russell. Give me a comedian. Bill Cosby's brother, Russell, Russell Cosby. We, no. so we don't know his name, and I got to figure out who it is. British, <laughs> professional young, wrestling, cute comedian. Jimmy Carr. He's similar. He's in that wheelhouse. Mm. Wheelchair. Michael Palin. Uh shit. It might be Russell something. Adam Feel, Buxton. Seals like there's Adam too many Hatch. Russells. He's blonde. Mm. He's got a podcast. It's big. Brett Goldstein. No, oh. he's a Jew. 
Daniel Kitson, David Ho- I put in Kitson's funny. I put in young cute British comedian. Okay, it'll come up eventually. Interesting. But we'll we'll move on until you get it. <laughs> What'd you say? Cut oh, it. Russell Howard. Uh, oh, Russell Howard. Did I get this at it? I've heard of that name. That's a basketball player, isn't That's it? That's a Russell. Bill Russell. Yeah, yeah, Russell Howard. Thank you. He's cute, blonde. Thank you. Okay. All right. Well, I can get, hey, Russie. He likes us, too. I don't get it. Yeah, he, he mentioned it, it once. He said, hey, I like you. And I said, all right, keep moving. But uh, cute He's older guy. than you. He's not that young. Oh, really? 42. Wow, he looks great. Black don't crack. But either way, we're, we're going to be in London, foggy London town. And uh, I don't know anything about the show we're doing. It's some kind of... TV thing. Yeah, I'm meeting uh, with the producers this week, so I'll find out. Fill me in there, Fatty, because I'm clueless, <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll have a, we'll have a, I'm bringing the lady. Here's what's fun. She's a Soho House member out here, oh. and Soho started in England, so we're going to go to the Soho House. Oh, that's fun. I'm so sad there's not overlap. I know, Soho come sad. Come in early. Maybe you can come a little early. I always do, but uh, she's... <laughs> I'm coming in like four days early already, so I'm already pushing it. I thought I thought I didn't know what was going. I thought I was going for four days. I'm there. For, they got me there for like eleven days. I, I don't know. Get it. Well, they keep doing the thing where they go, "Well, you want to come in a day early?" And I go, "All right, all right." I hate coming in a day early, but they're right. It's it's overseas. It's international. It's a time change. So then they go, "Well, if you're coming in a day early, you might as well come in a day before that because you want to get situated, get used right. to the time, then have a day, then record." Right. So they just keep pushing it back and then leaving. You're like, "You might want to wait a day That's and then they leave." Said. So yeah, you're like, like "You want to leave the next day after the taping?" And I'm like, "I have a home. I have a yes. life. I have a wife." I, I, I and then I'm going straight to Seattle, by the way, which is. That's eight hours difference. Woo! I'm going to be all whacked out. I said, yeah. tell the kids that Funkle Joe is going to be fucking Stunkle Joe because I'm going to be shitting my pants and, and <laughs> sniffing my own asshole. You're going to be loopy like Mike Chaplin or whatever his <laughs> name is. You better uh, get some blow or Adderall because you're going to be all over the road. But what are you, you got to move these kids over to the East Coast. You're, you're, you're losing your life on Seattle. You're like Cobain. Trust me. By the way, his wife, who's my close friend too, she's like, the house next to us is available. Uh, and I'm like, I'm not buying an $850,000 house in Gig Harbor, you son of an uh, onion. I don't know. I've seen you on vacation. You drop money like uh, Russell Peters. I know, but also, here's the thing. Don't you agree? Because Derek's a listener. My friend Derek is a merchant marine. D-Dog. And I don't know if you've ever heard He's of gay. fucking Newark, New Jersey, but there's a whole bunch of ports there. It's quite a port town. Big port. So I want to move to the Jersey Shore, Red Bank. Did I say about the guy that's upset? He said I'm, I'm fucking up the housing market by talking about Red Bank. It's oh, literally, Jesus literally Christ. the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Get a life. I wrote back. Dick. I'm like, you th- how many people do you think, how many Tuesdays do you think have bought homes <laughs> in Red Bank, New Jersey? This can't be enough to send about the fucking economy up. What a piece of shit. Kill yourself, <laughs> you Red Bank asshole. Enough's enough. We can't get a complaint about anything. And I wrote that to him. He wrote back. He's like, you're more powerful than you think. I'm telling you. <laughs> the houses went up. And I'm like... I'm like, I, I guarantee you, call in if you're a Tuesday who in the last six months purchased a house in Red Bank, or New Jersey, explicitly because I said I want to move to Red Bank, New Jersey. I'm not fucking Bob Dylan. Well, yeah, you're not, you're not uh, Mad Money Mike or whatever that guy is. You're not dealing with money and finances and housing markets. You're just saying you want to buy a house there. We have like 8,000 <laughs> listeners. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm what not swinging the entire housing uh, economy. If that was the case, you should might as well talk about who you're voting for. You'll, you'll skew the whole market. I, I have, and we lost half our there listeners. There you go. I still got people telling me I'm a cuck, liberal piece uh, of shit. But, man, what a nightmare. Uh, but... Literally, he pushed back. Was that you knocking? Oh, oh, Jesus thank Christ. God. It scared the hell out of me. But anyways, <laughs> don't you think he should pack up and move to Jersey because we each have uh, well-paying jobs. Mine is show business. His is merchant He just needs a coast. He needs a coast. And <laughs> Seattle stinks. Look, it's got moments. You got the Pacific Northwest. You got a little nature out there. You got Rainier Mountain and a couple islands. But the city sucks. The people suck. It's all Amazon. The traffic's coming up. Move out of here. Jersey's plentiful. The shore. You got the ocean. And, and Gig Harbor, but it's not even an ocean. It's a harbor. It's just flat, still water. There's also Long Island, which is a porty. Yeah. Of, you can go to Long Island. You got Newark, Baltimore, Rhode Island has, uh, you know, some people. Oh. Big stories up. You know, it's it's just a, it's a good coast. Great coast. Coast to coast. Bi-coastal. Get over here. Come on, D-man. D-man. Money.
Yeah, and he's yeah, he's a merchant marine. You can live anywhere. I thought you guys were tough. Bring the kids. They want to grow up around nice people, not these Seattle queefs. Exactly. So anyways, let me uh, plug the special. This year's material on YouTube. It's cooking. Keep coming. Keep, keep. Oh, where are we at? Are we all right? 58. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. it's been, we've been on for three hours. Uh, so uh, like, subscribe, tell some friends. I got a whole shitload of dates. By the time you listen to this, hopefully I've updated my website. I really do suck at show business. I'll be in uh, San Francisco in June, Vancouver, June 11th, August. I, I got I'm Baltimore. Oh, wait, June, I think it's Baltimore. Anyways, I'm in Baltimore. I'm in Nashville. I'm in... Uh, fuck, I suck so bad. Well, you got a phone all device I got a there. book. I got a book. And Hold a book. on. I brought my backpack just for this fucking uh, let, stupid Let me shit. go while you're, you're, you go. you're flipping jizz here. All right. I'm in Oklahoma City as well as London. Uh, DM me if you got a show out there. I might see it. I might not. I'm bad with DMs. Uh, Huntsville, Alabama. Baltimore as well. Chicago. Burt Kreischer Tour, Irvine Improv, Houston Improv, uh, Lexington, Kentucky, Dallas, San Antonio, I'm all over Texas, Palm Beach Improv, uh, Richmond Funny Bone, Brea Improv, and Orlando Improv. Woo boy, that'll be fun. Good times. I'm at Minneapolis Pantages Theater. Cleveland has no tickets sold. Please come out. God damn it, what the hell's wrong with Cleveland? Say hello, praise Allah, get a t-shirt, get a mug, say hi to Shelby, Chuck's in a car accident, he's in a coma, and uh, it's all pipes, Renicki. All right, here they are. I finally got them. That wasn't so hard. June 9th to the 11th, San Francisco Punchline. I'm worried about the kooks. Somebody walked me to the gig, for God's sake. A lot of kooks out there in SF. And Vancouver, (laughs) Rickshaw Theater on June 12th. Every single person in Vancouver has written to me about the kooks. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have a car just drive by full speed. I'll duck and roll out of there. Sure. The weekend after that, Magoobies, Baltimore-ish, whatever the fuck it is, whatever town. June 16, 17, 18, Magoobies. Let's sell that one. Atlanta Punchline. I've never headlined there ever in my whole life june 24th and 25th come out to that one a lot of people messaging about that then toronto july 29th one night only come to that son of a bitch then it gets crazy in august i got the des moines funny bone nashville zanies um the liberty funny bone nice good good clubs that's gonna be fun and then uh royal oak at the end of september so a whole bunch of shit please get some tickets come on out and uh, spread the word about the special. George is saying, cut it. My father's gay. It's all pipes. My sister's ass. Thank you. Come in my mouth. We'll see you in hell. Praise Allah. Comedy. Comedy.